Pastor, and this week on Living in the Pages, I speak with best-selling author Tilly Cole. We discuss her foray into writing, the gothic part of England, her makeup skills that I'm obsessed with, and what it's like having a dad who can speak Klingon. Hello, Tilly. Hi. Hi. I've been so excited to talk to you. Oh, thank I've been dying to do it, actually. I always see different people doing it, so I was like, oh, I'd love to do that one day. It'd be cool. I'm so grateful. I know with our time difference, it's tricky. And even today, yeah, we messed it up on our end. So (laughs) thank you for putting up with us. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, I I used to live in America, so it used to be a lot easier. And then having moved back, it's been a bit of a nightmare because, like, Everyone who I work with, for the most part, is in either America or Canada. Uh huh. So it's I'm used to the time difference, kind of getting messed up all the time oh. because obviously, yeah. Because <laughs> we just can't count. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I have to think about it, even when it's two hours or three hours. So oh, I'm terrible at it. So I use my iPhone all the time, like when I do like cover reveals and things. Yes. Obviously, like majority of the blogs and people who help me share the cover and things like that. Again for the most part, based in America, or North America at least. Um, and I'm a nightmare. I'm constantly texting my PR going, what time? My time? <laughs> and I'm the one who's actually revealing the cover. So. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you in London? Is that where you are? No, I, oh. I'm one of the farthest cities away from London. Um, I am not too far from the Scottish border in the grand scheme of England. I knew you had that background but I didn't know that's where you lived yeah so I'm in the very northeast um, of England so I'm about an hour and a half drive away from the Scottish border Mm -hmm. so I have a I suppose to people who are not from the UK I have quite a a unique accent yes um, because it's like English meshed with Scottish because we were kind of, we, we were like the Vikings up here. We were the people who were taken over by the Vikings. Um, so we have these really bizarre accents. Up I north. love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it gets even worse because my mum's English and my dad's Scottish. So it's like an extra dose of that kind of mixed heritage again. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, it's pure goodness. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> really difficult for a lot of people to understand. So I need to apologize now. If you don't understand me, I fully understand because so many people are like, I get DMs going, I really like listening to your stories. I have no idea what you're saying, but I like listening <laughs> to your stories. <laughs> uh, no, I understand you fine. Oh, I think God. you say it just you're just extra charming (laughs) (laughs) what has life been like for you over there right now this year yeah strange obviously everywhere is obviously strange um we actually the northeast of england has just been put back on lockdown again oh really um bizarrely my tiny little town that i'm from has not so all around us, everybody's on these really tight restrictions again and quite a severe lockdown, apart from our tiny little town. Um, but I think it's imminent. I think we'll probably end up going as well. So mm-hmm. that literally happened. It was announced yesterday and it went into effect last night at midnight. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So the second wave's 
absolutely coming back on our end. Um, yeah, it's a nightmare. It's just, I mean, I say it's a nightmare, but I don't think it's affected my life tremendously because, you know, as a writer, you tend to be indoors mm-hmm. working from home all the time anyway. Yeah. Um, I suppose it's just socially things are different for sure yeah and with kit with your little boy it's fortunately he's on the younger side (laughs) so he is and he's just started i think we call it nursery but i think in america it's is it pre-k pre mm -hmm, Um, pre pre-k yeah like preschool oh yeah um so he's actually started that a month ago so four weeks ago and our schools so far, unless there's an outbreak of COVID, are unaffected. Okay. So at the minute, he's going there a few days a week. So that's quite good because that gives myself and my husband, who's also working from home, um, some actual time to get work done. Because obviously when we were in the full lockdown where the whole country was shut down, yeah, um, trying to write within that was interesting <laughs> I bet yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. but you guys are having a crazy time over there right now it's all been on our news and yeah yeah it's been nuts it really yeah. has been yeah I would love to visit your makeup drawer sometime <laughs> <laughs> it's excessive it's ridiculous I do know that I'm actually um I used to be like I used to do like really like elaborate makeup quite often and then I had my son and that went out the window. Oh. Um, so <laughs> I got about 10 minutes every day now to get ready. So as much as I love um, makeup, I don't tend to do it to the same extent. However, I do still buy a lot of makeup. I, can't, I have to say it's my, it's my passion. I love it. Yes. I love how adventurous you are with it. You always yeah. look so lovely and like you're like you're having fun trying new things. Yeah, I used to, uh, I trained as a makeup artist when I was, what would I have been, 21. I was still at university and I ended up getting a job with uh, Lancome, the, oh, yeah. the makeup, right? yeah, um, because I was convinced that's what I was going to do after university even though my university was a degree in religion so oh my. It was completely <laughs> wow completely not anything related to makeup um but I was a I was a theatre brat like growing up I, I went to a theatre school for most of my childhood so I got really into makeup through that like stage makeup and then when I worked with Lancome they basically trained me up to do like makeup artistry mm-hmm. um and that's kind of where the passion side of it came from so although I never ended up doing it as a career it was still a huge part of like me mm-hmm. you know but um creativity anything kind of creative like that I love so that's so good you're yeah. so good at it <laughs> oh thank you when did you start writing um so that will have been it was funny because um I always tended to write poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, I never thought about novels. I was a massive reader. Um, my dad refused to read children's books to me and my sister when we were very little. So instead, <laughs> he would read us uh, Tolkien, uh, oh, C.S. Wow. Lewis. Yeah, he's a massive... Um, my dad can, like, he's, 
he's like a Trekkie. He can speak Klingon. Uh, <laughs> and he can speak Elvish from Lord of the Rings. Wow, he sounds great. I, yeah, he's a really, he is basically Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory. Oh, wow. He is, he is that. When that, uh, that show started, I had best friends texting me going, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's your dad. I was like, I know. He's a really quirky character, but. Um, like really well educated and stuff and I think he just he has a really big imagination so mm-hmm. I was brought up um you know reading fantasy and science fiction uh Jonathan Winston Seagull and stuff like that and um <laughs> I was always into poetry and kind of screen um kind of plays or uh plays in general like mm-hmm. actual theatre plays and then uh, long story short, we ended up moving to Italy in 2010. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, with my husband's job. And I didn't understand the language. I didn't understand any TV. I didn't understand. I couldn't read any of their books. And I'd been reading a series by Charlene Harris, mm-hmm. not True Blood, the, um, the Grave Secret series. It's still one of my favorite series. And the fourth book came out when I was in Italy and I was absolutely beside myself because I couldn't get hold of this book. Oh, no. and, at, and at that point, it would take my mum like three weeks to send me it in the post. Oh. And I ended up Googling it and a kind of pop-up came up on my phone and said, um, do you want to try this new app we have uh, called Kindle? And I was like, what the hell is that? Um, and I was like, there's no way this is going to be on my phone within seconds you know mm-hmm. and it was obviously and I read it and then that was it it was just this complete like love affair after that with romance well everything fantasy romance paranormal they're kind of what I read mm-hmm. and um and then we ended up actually moving to Canada <laughs> I've moved around wow. yeah in 2012 and I remember reading these books and I thought, you know, I think I can do this. Like, I think I have stories within me that I can tell. And um, Which was the so perfect it, year to have that revelation. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I just started writing. I didn't tell anyone, didn't even tell my parents. I came home to visit one of my best friends who lives in London and got very drunk and told her I'd written this book <laughs> and she said you need to send me this book and I mean it was a romantic comedy which is very far removed from I think what I'm known for now yeah um, and she read it within a night and rang me the next day and she was like you know you need to do something with this tills like I think and I was like oh I don't know if I'm cut out for this kind of thing and yeah basically it kind of went from there so I don't have that story of I've written since I was six, like Mm -hmm. I hear a lot of authors saying. Um, I suppose I have a lot of self-doubt. So I don't know if I would have ever backed myself back then either, you know, even if I had written anything. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm getting a bit better at that. (laughs) (laughs) I would hope so. How many books later? Oh, I think, I think this is my 26th. Wow. I think, I'm not sure, my readers will probably correct me on that. Uh, but that's including novellas. I've done a few novellas. I think that's including them, but still, or maybe that's not. I honestly can't remember. I write, 
I'm not a very good standalone writer. I tend to write mm-hmm. series. Um, so I lose track. <laughs> I was wondering with writing series, how do you keep track with everything? Uh, What's your system? I don't, I am the most unorganized person on the planet. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm very lucky that I have a fantastic editor who's actually a friend anyway. Um, and she's phenomenal. And we started creating... I started writing a series called The Hangmen, and it's my biggest series. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in a couple of months, I'll be writing book nine of that. And it got to the point where we were both getting confused, and I had to go back and read every single book. And sometimes that's not good for, you know, I I'm not good at reading my own work back. Yeah. I am. I'm a big self critic, and sometimes it would make me actually feel really panicked or down because I'd feel like they weren't very good and. Anyway, long story short, Kia, my editor, said, why don't we create, like, um, I might have suggested it to her, I can't remember, but, like, a, we call it the Hangman Bible. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> anything that we think we could ever need to know of my books is in this document. <laughs> and then every single series I've done since, we've always created, like, um, so I have another series called The Deadly Virtues. So now we have a Deadly Virtues Bible. We I have, love it. Yeah, um, and Lord of London Town is my next release. And although yes. I wanted it to be a standalone, I'm pretty sure it's just going to happen in another series. <laughs> so we've already started a Lord of London Town Bible just in case nice. readers do want more of it, yeah. So that comes out on October 13th, or came yeah. out. This is airing November 19th, but that came out on October 13th. Yes. Great cover. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted it to look kind of like that Victorian-esque gothic mm-hmm. Britain. Like I'm I am from a really gothic part of the UK. Like um a lot of Bram Stoker, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula was set near where I live, Wuthering Heights. Ooh. And yeah, which is like like my favorite book of all time and I don't know we have we have quite um gothic castles and stuff surrounding us here and I just very much I always thought if I'm gonna ever write a British series or British novel which actually this is like my first one wow weirdly yeah um I wanted it to have that gothic vibe so when I was speaking to Murphy um about the cover you know, we wanted that very kind of battle-worn Union Jack uh, background that you see on a lot of, like, war films and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, just a bit rough and ready. And then we wanted the back of the cover to very much look like modern-day London, but with that traditional Victorian um, kind of gothic vibe. So cool. Yeah, like, yeah, and I'm really happy with it. People seem to love it, which has been obviously the best thing. Yes. Um so yeah, I was really happy with it. Well, I'm excited you've got a new series starting, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> my readers are literally just like, oh my God, not another one. I, I see I see bloggers and t- things talking all the time in a like in a endearing way, like a funny way. Just yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna be eighty by the time I finish the hangman or something. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, quite possibly. It could be true. Um, but you know hopefully they'll stick with it (laughs) they will 
Let's do a fast five. I will ask you questions and you answer off the top of your head. Gosh, okay. <laughs> Any <laughs> genres you'd like to write but haven't? Paranormal. I wondered yeah. why you hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> Last book you adored? Probably the Throne of Glass series. Oh, yes. Really good, yeah. Favorite snack? Pretzels. Cake or pie? <clears throat> Cake. What's your favorite way to spend a date night? Oh, cinema, movie. I'm mm-hmm. a total movie buff. Mm-hmm. Or a concert because I like music. What are you profoundly grateful for right now? Family. Mm-hmm. Anything you're looking forward to once this is kind of past us, hopefully? Yeah, like traveling again. Like obviously all the signings have been canceled. So yeah, um, that's been quite sad because it's where I tend to, obviously I catch up with a pe- everyone who lives across the pond from me. And mm-hmm. uh, this would be the second year I've not been to America. So it's strange. It's sad. Yeah. Well, now as we usually sing a song. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. The one I had written down, unless you have something special on your heart, was thank you for being a friend. Oh, I'm not even sure I know that that well. Is that thank you for being a friend? Is that that one? Yes, (laughs) exactly. It's the um, Golden Girls theme. Yes! I was like, why do I know that so much? It's stuck in my head. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, gosh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's do it. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Oh, I don't know the... uh, I was just going to say, I bet. (laughs) I only know the... And if you threw a party, invited everyone you knew. Well, you would see the biggest gift would be for me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> oh, my husband is going to piss himself laughing at that. <laughs> oh, he's going to torture me for weeks over that Oh. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for doing this today. Oh, no, it's been fun. It has been fun. I knew you would be. You're always such a delight. Oh, thank you. Every time I see you on any kind of anything, I just think, oh, I want to know her. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love it. I've never really, I don't think I've done a podcast before. I'm not sure. Yeah, so this is... Yeah, popping my podcast cherries. So. Yeah. Yeah, thank you very much. Yes. Have a great rest of the day. Yeah, thank you. Stay healthy. Okay, you too. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. She's so charming. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I will see you next time. Yeah, I'm a bit nervous. (laughs) Don't be nervous.